Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello here and welcome to the Husker Online post-game live show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, Robin Washett for about the next hour, maybe a little bit less because we got to be out of here by 1 o'clock in the stadium. Uh, we will recap this 24-17 overtime loss at Camp Randall Stadium. Uh, Nebraska falls now to 0-9 in the Freedom Trophy Series uh, it's the second time they've lost to the Badgers in overtime here in Camp Randall Stadium. The other back in 2016 under Mike Riley. Uh, it was an interesting game. We saw Chubba Purdy get the start. The Huskers put up 14 straight points to start the game. Uh, going into the year, they had just 13 points in first quarters all season. They get 14 from Chubba. Uh, things looked very promising, but then the, the adjustments, the phases of the game kind of kicked in. Um, and it turned into a game, and it kind of turned into the same type of game we've seen a lot of this year, just a back-and-forth field position slugfest. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin made the plays. Um, Nebraska had a few special teams blunders. No turnovers until the final play in overtime, and, and that was big. Uh, but again, they just couldn't get over that hump in the second half, guys. Uh, the second half passing numbers, too, for Nebraska – um, you know, they, they didn't, I, I believe it was under 30 yards passing in the second half for Nebraska, uh, very one dimensional, and they just weren't able to get much sip in the second half. No, I hope, I hope, here's what I hope guys, as we talk in this very dark, uh, what are we in a radio booth at Camp Randall? We are, we are in the radio booth. Yeah. Um, a dark radio booth on a cold night. I hope guys that the players and coaches didn't feel the sense of doom and in sort of this inevitability inevitability that i felt for nebraska in overtime i just didn't it didn't feel like to me that they were going to close it out yeah. like they it didn't feel to me like they could close it out <laughs> i hope to god they don't feel that way that's just me i mean it's just a subjective analysis but man that was an overwhelming feeling for me uh what'd you guys think yeah i think the the big feeling i had and i know a lot of other fans voice this frustration as well was just the the lack of aggressiveness and urgency especially at the end of regulation there yeah. where it's almost like they were just playing not to lose where they had the ball um deep in wisconsin territory wisconsin took a timeout with like a minute and a half left i think 135 uh -huh. <laughs> and then nebraska didn't use one of its two remaining timeouts until 20 seconds left on the clock it's just that you know that kind of is a total uh, uh, flip of kind of the mentality I and a lot of people thought that Matt Rule was trying to build with this program where they, where they weren't <laughs> going to be playing scared and they were always going to be on the tag and be the aggressors and and, and find ways to win those types of games. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't play like Hold on, though, they didn't like They didn't play like At least they didn't, they didn't call oh, plays. What about last week? I know. When they, when they did show that aggressiveness, Rule got taken to task for it. Yeah, I think it, I know? think that backfired a little bit. I mean, remember now, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking. About. Last week he threw it in the end zone, and people said, "Play it safe, play it smart." See, now a coach can't win. I mean, now he does play it safe, and plays the overtime. Be, there's people going to be criticizing him for that. So I'm with you, Rob. But I but I was with Rule last week. Seemed like I was one of the few. I said I don't mind him throwing it in the end zone on third down. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, different situation though last week the 13 10 would have got in the lead today they had a chance to win it good point. And, and you didn't know if they were really going to get another chance to win it um i mean they they let 10 15 seconds kind of run off yeah, that's, before that's what bothered and, and and instead of having three clean shots they had basically one and they could have had at least two you're right and rule said that in the post game that he he 
he could have had two shots. He was playing for a field goal, he said, but he could he said we could have had maybe two shots if we played it differently. So yeah, I think I don't know. Did you guys hear in the post game on Twitter where people pretty upset about that? Honestly, I mean, I, we were down below, but yeah, I, I just think naturally you're like, man, you just let some time run off there, um, or you would have probably had your full playbook available. But again, they were in that same situation last week with Chubba Purdy and inexperience at wide receiver, yeah. and you know Wisconsin's a physical team. I mean, what if they cause some disruption and it, they turn it over down there? Then 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 you never hear the end of it at that point. No. Yeah, it's tricky. It's, it's one of those deals where hindsight, there's always going to be a better answer. But, yeah. um, you know, I just with that situation, given kind of the circumstances of the game with the way that your offense had been playing basically after the first quarter, you had an opportunity to go win the game. Yeah. And you essentially run one pass play and yeah. just let stand there and let the, the clock tick away to where you're only limiting yourself to one play. One at shot. The end. Yeah. And, you know, they. It wasn't there. They threw it out of the back of the end zone. They go kick the field goal and play for overtime. But when they did go to the overtime, I don't know. I just I didn't have like I have I'm with feeling. you, Sip. I didn't have a feeling that they were going to go win it. The defense had to get off the field. Yeah. I mean, if the defense forces a field goal and they win on that third down, that might be the difference. I mean, the, the, then then they could score for a touchdown to win it. But yeah, Nebraska is so limited in the red zone. They they just don't have don't. a lot of red zone reps. Where they finished drives in in the ends. I mean, both their drives that they scored on today were were not red zone situations. They were big fifty plus yard plays out of the red zone. Uh, but when you get down there, as you know, it gets chaotic, and and guys aren't wide open. You have to you have to you know get open and you have to make plays. And Nebraska hasn't been a good team at doing that really all season in the red zone. No, they felt and, and tonight they guys they fell short in too many areas. I mean, again, now we got to be a little careful. In that this, they just lost an overtime game on the road. It's not a disaster, but they, I thought special teams were a borderline disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense wasn't good on third down, right? No, especially in the second half. Especially in the second half, the offense. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not pinning this on Chuba. I mean, Chuba, Chuba got him a, a lead out of the gate. There was a lull, but I thought it was more. He wasn't get. I, I thought the protection broke down a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they ran the ball, but it was – I don't know. They just couldn't get much going in the second half for reasons other than Purdy, I thought. Yeah, what do you guys think? Wisconsin stayed in rhythm, too, and it wasn't like they were getting big plays, but they were executing in a rhythm to keep things going for them. And it, yeah. I mean, they had a couple of, you know, break – they had that one pass for the touchdown. That was a breakdown. But everything else was little. I mean, Braylon Allen knew he was not going to be the 2021 Braylon Allen tonight. He just said, all right, I'm going to help my team win, though, and play situational football. Yeah. I mean, Braylon Allen and Tanner Mordecai combined for 113 yards rushing on 31 carries. Mordecai got – he was slippery, as you said, down when we were watching the end of the game on the field, near the field. He's um, wiggly. He, he, was, he was slippery, and he got, you know, he got free a few times when, they, when you thought maybe Nebraska had him. Uh, Mordecai was tough. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, back up a little bit. This game was tailor made for Nebraska to win, I thought. And mm-hmm. again, they should have. They were up 14 nothing. Up 14 to nothing on a team that was without its second leading score, excuse me, receiver, Bryson Green. They don't have a downfield passing game. And we didn't see much of a downfield passing game from Wisconsin. They lost their easily, easily their best defender, the strong safety, Hunter Wohler. In the, for the entire second half, he 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 was injured the first half. Second leading receiver out, by far their best defender out. Um, you, you got a team on a three game losing streak who lost a dreadful game here at Camp Randall last week to Northwestern, and then you have them on the ropes. And here's the key: you let them off, and you you know when it happened. And man, Fickle, yeah, Fickle couldn't say enough about it after the. After the game, that second, yeah, the fourth and one, Rob, yep. the fourth and one, go ahead. Yeah, the fourth and one where second quarter. And, you know, again, that kind of, you, you just got to, in hindsight, like, would, would they be better off kicking the field goal? I don't know, especially with Tristan Alvani. You talk about the special teams. Um, you know, he he shanked that one from 42 Ooh. yards and it didn't look all that good. And so maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. So, like, when you are not good enough in all of these key areas in which Nebraska needs to be good or really good 
to win. Yeah. And that this is what you're going to get. get. Where right. even when the offense comes out, you know, their hair on fire and right. comes out 14 nothing, 14 points or more they'd scored in fourth quarter combined all all season long. And so like this was rare territory for them. They were they're playing with the lead. They were leading at halftime. Yep. You know, they they had the game in their control and they found one way after another once again to lose yeah. in all three phases. All these games are the same too. I mean, when you think about the way they've, I mean, all the games in the Big Ten are close. They're one score type games. Every week the point spread for yeah. Nebraska is like this. And it comes down to discipline, execution, down the stretch. It comes down to third down situational plays. Yeah, making uh, plays. Making a tackle in the open field on third down. Making a sack when you bring a blitz. And Nebraska missed those tonight. They had a couple of chances to kind of maybe finish it and they couldn't do it. Um, and you know, obviously the, the the offense remains limited, but guys, Chubba Purdy was a real positive, um, and, and we'll get on that next year. But why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach; you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip; you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new; you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Before we get to that, thank you for joining us on Husker Online Post Game Live. Tonight's show brought to you by CHI. Uh, when you need heart care, know you are in good hands with CHI Health, Nebraska Heart, and Lincoln. They're offering the community's most advanced heart care and their heart hospital located on 91st and Pine Lake Road, just north of Highway 2. The experts at CHI Nebraska Heart, but our heart and soul, plus the latest um, cardiovascular technologies into caring for our community. The highly specialized team works closely with you to get you back on your feet after a major event or chronic cardiac condition, offering the highest level of care to keep your heartbeat strong. Our heart care extends beyond Lincoln, too, with expert cardiovascular care all across in 14 hospitals uh, with as well as 35 different communities across Nebraska, Southwest Iowa, and Northern Kansas. More than 600,000 people die of heart disease every year. Learn your heart's real age by taking a quiz at chihealth.com slash heart risk. Thank you again to CHI Health uh, for sponsoring us here all season long on Husker Online. All right, I want to get into the first super chat, guys, because I don't want these to get stacked up here. Um, as we're up against it, we don't have we don't have the ability to go much past an hour tonight. But uh, Joshua comes in first, uh, twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, Joshua. Absolutely draining and demoralizing game to watch. At five, at five minus three, I did not see this skid five coming. And five and three, I did not see this kit skid coming. <laughs> I was like five. <laughs> It just didn't come on. It's, it's been a long night. It's, it's late. late. It I figured late. out we got to rearrange our flights out of here. So, it's, uh, but if we go five and seven, we have to seriously look at this season as being a failure. I hate to say that, but it's true. Fans are better, and yeah, I don't want to say it's an absolute failure, but it's a major disappointment if they go five and seven. Because as Steve Sipple said months ago, there will never be a schedule probably like this again for Nebraska with this many opportunities to kind of right the ship of where this program's currently at. Yeah, I really, I feel for the fans. <laughs> we say that, I say this way too often. I do feel for them though. This is gut-wrenching stuff. I mean, it, for people that are joining us right now, I don't know, I can't tell you how much we thank you because it's got to get old. I mean, just coming up short time and time again, it was the theme of Frost second to last year, right? That's all we talked about. Oh, they're close, they're close, they're close. Now here we are again. It's close. They're close. They're close. Now, Rule, he did lay it on the line as far as his players go. He said they were crushed yeah. after this game. Emotionally and physically. Yeah. They're hurting. Yeah, they're hurting. He said they're hurting. I understand it completely. You can't come up short time and again without getting uh, without feeling that way. So I don't know. I it's a rough time of year. You had Wisconsin on the ropes. We talked about it. It was that it was a game that was tailor made for Nebraska to win, and they get up to a 14-0 lead and can't close it out. Yeah, and that's that's on the heels of two previous God weeks damn. where they had golden opportunities. You know, yeah. they were playing a reeling Michigan State team, they were playing a reeling Maryland team, Jeez. playing a reeling Wisconsin team, and they Bam. found one way after another to yeah. blow the opportunity. And that's 
it is. It's a gut punch every single week Eric, when you God. see how close they are to doing something that fans so desperately want. They just want to go to a bowl. They want to have a postseason. They want the program want the to advance, yes. to take a step forward. Exactly, and they're so close. But yet they doesn't matter. They, though. No, I mean, it's so close in each game. They're so close as a program. Yeah. Like you see like them just like inching to that finish line. But then they like trip and fall down and roll down. the well, Teams aren't that good. Yeah. I mean, that they, they're losing no. to. They're not. No. When they're the not coverage good. and the interest of this program, it's amazing that the, it's still there. I mean, you know, there, there was a guy next to me in the camera room and he was from the Big Ten Network um, running their camera. He's like. Because man, this is unbelievable how many cameras you guys have covering this football team. You have more people covering Nebraska than Ohio State had here. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's it, it's insane. All right, let's get to the next super chat. Austin, we'd win games if we'd stop turning the ball over. Well, there are no turnovers. We're still losing. Where do we point the finger now? You know, guys, I'll say special teams, Brian Buscini and the punts. I mean, anytime your punter rec- recovers his own punt and makes a tackle, that's not good. Um, get gadget plays. I want to be critical a little bit. The gadget plays for Nebraska, oh, yeah. I didn't like they just didn't work. They didn't have a good feel. Yeah. And every one of them was almost like starting drives out with a penalty. Yeah, it seems desperate. Overthought it a lot. I the thought. way they were running the ball early. And then all of a sudden you're doing like halfback passes back to the quarterback like that. You already put that on film. Right against Minnesota. Nobody was fooled. Yeah, Blew so up. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what, what they what. I mean, I. I get it. You're trying to ignite a spark, like trying to run a reverse or something like that. That's, I don't know. I mean, like I kind of understand it, but with the way that that game was going and what Nebraska needed to do to win, that wasn't it. You know, they just needed to have a very simple game plan of just control the clock, grind out yards on the ground, get points, and not set yourself back to where you're in second and long and third and long. Well, those plays backfired completely and put him in that exact situation they did all right let's bring in joshua uh, frederick here on the super chat thank you guys for your hard work and analysis i really enjoy the show and it makes these losses uh sting less i just want a winning season don't we all how about a 500 just i mean (laughs) and i said this i don't know what show i said this on guys but just one more month of football just give us december i i want to like scramble around in december knowing i got to get ready to go on a bull trip i mean yeah, they got another shot they got one, they got more, one shot. more but it's not going to be easy Iowa's a <laughs> top think? they're a top 15 team guys yeah, i don't think the breast is going to roll them i mean they but again you know pro, like rule you know rule in the post game says i mean he did say this week the game will go down to the wire they all it, do yeah it, and it'll probably i could come on i could envision it going down to the wire on black friday i really could it's going to be like 13 to 10 again yeah these these guys these veteran players have to find it within themselves one more time you know what wouldn't you say though that you feel maybe a little bit better now with chubba the way he played that gives him a better shot than maybe that you would have said no question yeah i mean that was his first full week of working as a starter so i mean like and he yeah. looked pretty good. Like he, he was did. making some throws that were he did. really nice throws. And obviously things kind of fell apart on him down the stretch. But I mean, you saw the explosiveness he brings to the table with the way that he was running. Yep. That separation he got on that touchdown run, that was oh, eye opening. Yeah, it was. And then that throw he had to Jalen Lloyd on the deep ball, that was a really pretty throw. And that yep. was after uh, one of those gadget plays blew up in their face and they had to come and like kind of dig their way out of a hole. So, you know, he brings that kind of explosiveness to the position that you know they need every bit of that they can get the pain management for chubba too with this injury you know what what did he have to do to get himself ready to play and and what's he going to feel like tomorrow Mm -hmm. and can he come back on a short week they're going to get back to lincoln probably at two or three in the morning they're going to get have to get back over there sunday and get going on iowa um with an 11 a.m kick on friday it's probably the quickest kickoff to kickoff turnaround nebraska's ever faced um, in their history where they've played on a, a night road game in an 11 a.m. Black Friday game. So uh, this will not be easy. Let's get one more super chat in here. Um, this is from Scott's Tots. Poor clock management to end the first half and the fourth quarter. Rule didn't coach to win. Nebraska had momentum, timeouts, good field position. Instead, Rule opts to drain the clock. Nebraska was not, was not winning in overtime. And we hit on this already at the, at the start. But, yeah, it was um, – it's kind of one of those things where and it, there was another situation with Scott Frost or another coach. I remember where the week before situation dictated how he had to play that week situation. And it felt like that tonight, that Maryland 13 to 10 
uh, fiasco with the interception in the end zone that let Maryland win the game yeah. kind of led to how Matt Rule had to manage this because the people that pay his bills were upset last week how God, he managed God, it. God, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not the case either. It just felt like he managed it. God, I hope that's not it. I, I really, I mean, I... I but he, I mean, he, he really just that, a, though he said well he didn't say that's why he called it. he he just referred to the situation he did not say I called it that way because the fans were on my back he didn't say that he did refer to last week but I don't know I hope I hope that had nothing to do with it Our, it does kind of make you wonder I guess. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Husker Online post game live. We're brought to you by Bauer Underground, um, serving Nebraska and um, all the surrounding communities, uh, helping shape the infrastructure here in Nebraska. They're looking for new laborers and members to join their team. Um, it's a great company. They offer competitive pay, employer paid health insurance, dental disability, vision life insurance, 401k match, new top of line equipment, and they'll give you a clothing allowance. You don't have experience in underground utility construction, no problem. They will train you. Uh, They're just looking for the right people. Uh, They are family-owned, great company, work environment, atmosphere. Um, We'll see them Friday at the game. They'll have a great tailgate party for all their employees up in the skyboxes. And and Stu Bauer, uh, uh, a Nebraskan out of Norfolk, uh, they've got locations all across Nebraska. Um, So, you know, wherever you live, Bauer is going to have an opportunity for you. Uh, Like and follow them on Facebook. Uh, or visit BauerUnderground.com to come start your new career today. Thank you to Bauer Underground for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Post Game Live. All right, Dustin Brown, fans get off Satterfield until we get receivers that can get open on third and fourth down. Uh, there will always be problems. We can't run away from that issue, beat Iowa. And, you know, Malachi Coleman, though, I, I give Chubba Purdy some credit. Like, he he did a really good job, guys of getting the ball out. He had zip on the ball. It was the first time the bubble screens and sideline passes looked crisp. They looked in rhythm. Um, and he found Malachi Coleman a couple of times. I mean, there were a few moments in this game where you're like, okay, you know, you can see um, this offense looks a lot better with a quarterback that gets it out. Yeah, I saw somebody made the comment, maybe Michael Severe, about how Chubba throws a, a more catchable ball. Mm. than Heinrich yeah, where he you know, Heinrich got just rifled the ball in there mm-hmm. and you know he had just so much steam on his passes and they came out so quickly on guys <laughs> that it was really difficult for them to catch and so you see Chubba he's got a little bit more touch on it and you know he, he puts the ball in positions where guys can make plays um, and you saw a, bit, a little bit of that where there was to at least some extent a downfield passing game tonight and that wasn't nearly enough but they did make some shots downfield and like you said Sean that that horizontal passing game was actually somewhat effective early on so if they can open things up that way that will make life so much easier on the rest of this offense where they're not facing eight nine men box uh trying to run right into it wasn't that it wasn't interesting someone defending satterfield yeah you'll see that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, you don't just you just generally don't see people defending coordinators very often Uh, there you go brody bernie comes in i'm saddened i think last week played into the minds of the coaches. Before the Illinois game, Matt Rule said that a man who gets down on his knees has forgotten how to die. We got it down on our knees. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that, that, that analogy metaphor is escaping me. But the clock management, his clock management at the end of regulation will be a hot topic this week, Matt. Well, it'll be, I mean, usually he's a lot better with those answers a couple days removed. So on Monday, yeah, that'll it. be a good thing to ask him about when he gets a chance to kind of look back on it. Satterfield, Satterfield, oh, as the coordinators do every week, will speak on Tuesday. And it'll be interesting to hit him on that, too. Plus, those gadget plays to which you guys mm-hmm. referred, which I agree with completely. Uh, I, I'd say, what was there, three or four of them? And I thought every one of them was head scratcher. Like, yeah. what, what are we doing? Yeah, the it, Wisconsin edge guys were at home, every one of them. There was not opportunity for any of them. Nope. 
uh zach lubin hey guys love the show where do this team staff husker nation go from here well gotta play iowa and i mean you can really turn things around but yeah three game losing streak now for nebraska three point loss three point loss seven point loss um you know it, it's like we're just trapped in this one score purgatory and and that's life in the big 10 i mean these teams are disciplined they're well coached um every week it's like this in this conference there are no just automatic wins anymore uh we're gonna play like in 2019 when nebraska went out to maryland and mike loxley was in his first year and they weren't prepared to play a team like nebraska or anybody you don't get games like that anymore in the big 10 even northwestern when they nope. fired their coach. look at northwestern i mean yeah. every one of these wins comes with a price yeah and i'll tell you what northwestern is not what Northwestern's doing with six wins, um, bowl eligibility. That's that's I'm sure that has to be rough for Nebraska fans to watch, and for probably for Matt Rule to watch. I mean, this this is Northwestern. You give them a lot of credit. They get to six after a horrific August scandal. I mean, summer scandal, and you you know there was a lot of talk like, oh God. If they win two games, it'll be sort of – you'd expect them to win about two instead of at six. Nebraska can't get to six. Now, as far as this game goes against Iowa, once again, it sets up pretty good for Nebraska as long as they come out and play. Mm -hmm. Iowa's clinched. They clinched the West today by beating Illinois. Iowa did. So so Nebraska's getting Iowa, an Iowa team that's already clinched and an Iowa team that's without critical players. Now, I get it. Nebraska's without critical players, too. Injuries have taken a toll, but they're getting Iowa at seemingly a good time. But they get everybody at a good time, it seems like, and they don't, they don't, they have not taken advantage of it. And it's really, really frustrating. You can hear me. I'm a little frustrated. Yeah. Talking. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I like put in any stock into that because, like you said, they've had golden opportunities the last month and haven't done anything with God. it. So they, you know that that it's it's God. it's all about Nebraska. It has nothing to do with the, the situation or the opponent or anything like that. Like this is this is a team that has to figure itself out. They yeah. have to, and they're they're going to have to dig deep this week on a short week yeah. with very little prep, uh, where guys are banged up both physically yeah. and uh, probably between the years a little bit, a little just bit. with their confidence right now. I mean, you, Marcus Marquise Buford after the game was asked, you know, what the locker room was like. He was like sad, mad, disappointed, angry. Just the, if you can find a a negative word that's how we feel right now and so how how are these guys going to be able to flush that on a short week against an iowa team that's riding high and you know they love nothing more than beating nebraska and you know with the, the parent situation you know he wants to continue to end this thing on a high note so they're going to be plenty motivated i don't whatever they're dealing with it doesn't matter if nebraska doesn't figure their own issues out Got and, it. and figure out a way I was nine and to two, get out right? of this mental hump that they're in. They're right? nine and two. Yeah, don't let a bunch of Iowa fans in that stadium either. I don't no. want to hear a bunch of Hawkeye fans in there. Let's go, Hawks. I never I'll never forget <laughs> that one year when they they won and they dropped, you know, where it says Nebraska over the tunnel when you walk in, it's like on the concrete. They, yeah, they dropped the Iowa flag, Ooh. like an invading yeah. army, just like putting their flag in. Oh yep. no, no, don't don't let that happen. <laughs> Spark adventures. Quick comment. I miss Bo. Oh, good God. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, this is not the same Big Ten that Bo Pelini coached. It's a much different conference. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it is. But no, it's they're not great this year. I mean, it's not great this year, though, Sean. It's not a great conference this year. It's not. I know, but the, the money and the resources and the, and the depth of the league is much better. I mean, back then, Illinois and the Purdue's and the Indiana's. They're easy wins. You, you didn't have to play your best ball. Now, all the – I mean, Jeff Brom was coaching in Purdue. Yeah. I mean, it's just – there are no. This isn't a good. This isn't a good year for the Big Ten, though. It's I'm not a good year, but it's a better league. The depth yeah. of the league is still strong. Yeah, it's not a great year. Um, Mike Stoffner, super chat. What are the potential bowl destinations if we go five and seven? Five. This is too early to say, guys. Right? Five and seven. Are they? I have no idea what their APR is, but I've, I've seen it's that in the sixties. Sixty-six. Seen that it would it would potentially be good enough, right? Yeah, it would be. But a lot of it, again, there's so many. First of all, how many teams are going to get to six? How many spots are then available? James Madison and Jacksonville State can now play in bowl games, just not conference title games. So they would jump five and seven teams. Mm. Then from there, how many are left and where does Nebraska fall in the APR rankings? I mean, there's so many things tied in to, you know, how that works. And nobody, no, I mean, nobody has a really good answer. And 
probably by Monday, you'll start to see some projections on that, but I think it's still pretty early. How would Nebraska fans even feel about that? I said it'd be, feel kind of dirty. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably just like 2015 or whatever when they snuck into that Foster Farmers Bowl. But guess what? They went out and won that bowl. It turned out really good. good in the process, yeah. and they had huge offseason momentum, thinking like, all right, they Riley found it out. They're going to be his power offense. Clearly didn't work out. But like that, that was a shot in the arm to a program that needed it. Good point. It was. All right, Justin Rogie. The positive we had is that we only lost. I guess I don't understand that, guys. Only lost a close game. Oh, overtime. I don't know. I don't know what. That, there's positives. Positive. Chubb is the biggest positive. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we all three agree that Chubba. He could win the job next year. Yeah, and yeah. you feel better going and playing Iowa with, with him. Than, than you did with Heinrich, Frank. What, okay, what if what if Chuba plays really well against Iowa? They beat Iowa, and then that transfer portal opens on December fourth. December fourth. How do you play that? I don't I mean, know. Like, <laughs> well, you can go get a quarterback right. and still have Chuba. Yeah. You, you need, know, because Chuba can't transfer well, unless he graduates right now. And what do you feel about the guys? The rest of the guys in that room. I think Sean. I, the answer is, I think you're still going and getting one. Yeah. But that doesn't see. I, I don't. The way I don't look at it like this, you go get a quarterback, then everybody has to leave. Right. You can still keep. You don't guys. have to hand the keys to the car no. to some guy on the portal that uh, you've never seen play here right. before. I mean, you 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 have a little bit of a backup plan or a a, a quality in house option. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you could say that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, you're listening here to Husker Online Postgame Live Show. Husker Online Postgame Live brought to you by Caldera Lab. And it is the holiday season. Uh, my wife was calling me actually doing Christmas shopping already. I'm sure a lot of people were out and about this weekend trying to get um, some gifts for, uh, for for someone in your life, that man in your life or whoever. Uh, get Caldera Lab. It, it is a great men's skin care product. Um, helps uh, make you look younger. You feel fresh. 30 seconds in the morning, 30 seconds in the evening, 94% of men have seen results using Caldera Lab. Your skin's going to look tighter, smoother, fresher. Uh, we've got a great special here for Husker Online listeners. Just visit calderalab.com, use promo code Husker, and you'll get 20% off. Once again, that's calderalab.com, promo code Husker to get that 20% off discount of caldera lab thank you again for sponsoring us here on the husker online show okay let's go back to the supers guys adam satterfield got too wild up 14 got away from the run game and i i don't disagree with any of that i mean i, I don't either i felt like they thought that they could kind of put on a show at that point and God. and they honestly guys if they get up 17 i told robin man 17 would feel great mm-hmm. and they, they just couldn't do it i mean they they, they, they were stuck on 14 yeah, and again, early second quarter, that fourth down play, which they, you know, they didn't do anything squirrely on the fourth and one. They just tried to run Emmett Johnson, and a kid named CJ Getz made a big play. That's when the momentum swung. You know what? I don't know if Nebraska ever fully got it back. That was early second quarter. Do you remember the play? Fourth and one, Emmett Johnson ran the ball. They stopped him. It was it. it, it the stadium was dead. It wasn't that alive all night, but it was. It, that it was a good crowd, though. It was a surprisingly good crowd. Yeah, but it was it wasn't raucous in here. Um, so yeah, I, but I but I agree with I agree with it. Satterfield got a little too tricky for my life. Man, this place though, it, it is a fun place to watch a college football game. It sure is. They do it right. Like I, it I mean, sure the hell is. Sure. I hope like people from Nebraska like watch the. I mean, like they have the music thing figured out. God, they do. And I don't understand how and why it's so hard to do it. Like I don't know, they just have they just have people, they just have cool people running. Apparently, even their pregame music's good. Like people have so much fun. In Minnesota is the same way, but like they don't try to force things oh, into the, the game experience. 
They just say, let's play good music that people want to hear yeah, and have right. fun. Yeah. How, how many like player features like this is his favorite CD or this was his favorite cartoon character? Like they didn't have that stuff. They, they just played like fun, upbeat music and everybody was dancing and having a party. About yeah, it. I mean, it's simple. Like it's not that hard. I mean, in in. My kids went to the Minnesota game, and they said at me at that game, like, "Man, it's a lot of fun at this game, Dad." I'm like, "Yeah, they play good music." And the kids, I mean, the, the crowd when they sing here, though, there's no stadium like that in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, all right, let's get back to the super chat. Yeah. Sorry, my stadium music <laughs> tantrum there. Um, Zach Foster, as a fan, I don't feel bad for the players. I just want to win. How do you guys stay so professional during the games like this? <laughs> Throw the bones, go big red. Look, you were in the press box. It's it's like a library atmosphere um but you know we were spaced out enough where you can talk and kind of zone in on the game but you know, these games go quick guys tonight's went fast it did. I, but i was frustrated like and i totally understand fans frustration i really do that i don't know what to say well, again i the one thing i'd add rob is I, repeating myself but that sense of inevitability and overtime is what bothered me most i hope the players don't feel it i felt it well, and the frustration stems from talking about, writing about, watching the same thing over and over for years and years, over coach after coach, players yeah. after players. Right. And it's the same thing. And Nebraska, for whatever reason, as a program, cannot figure it out to That's get weird. get over that hump it's that weird. they've been. It's like uh, Sisyphus, the the Greek mythology guy, is pushing the boulder up the hill, and as soon as he gets to the top, it comes crashing down, and he has to go push it up again for the rest of eternity. Yep. That's kind of what Nebraska God, feels don't like. Don't say right eternity, now. please. But until they actually get that boulder over the top of the hill, that's where they are. And that, this was another example of that bowl, that boulder going all the way back down. And Nebraska's got to find a way on a short week to to push it back up again. All right, Jerry. Punts were bad. Yep. Miss field goal. Yep. Bad. And defense underperformed. For yep. once, though, we had a QB who was actually looked like a QB. Um, and with more reps with Chuba, I feel better. And yeah, the defense was solid but you know matt rule mentioned some players got nicked up and you know we didn't really get a good read on who those guys were that is Sean. um they got pulled out of the game but they had three or four just real shot opportunities on mordecai or to get off the field yep. and that's what i look at those plays where they just missed where they they drew up some really good sacks pressures and and they just could not get a good hit on mordecai javin wright had a critical miss on a on a blitz that they got that mordecai got loose on critical rule mentioned that one yeah those are the pay those are the plays that make a difference we're you know we've one thing we've learned through all the through all this over the past several years is it does come down to making plays it it just like that's the kind of play you gotta make you can talk about scheme all you want but when you scheme up yeah a guy that's going to have a free shot of the quarterback and he just and doesn't just tackle miss. him. Yeah. You know I mean, that's, that's going to lose you games like yeah. this where every inch counts. When you, when you got, you know, kickers missing kicks, punters getting 19 yard punts, you know, you got uh not scheme. Um, you know, I guess the, the offense you know, just, just being out of sync and trying to do too much, you know, like getting, getting away from their bread and butter like that, that, that stuff especially in a game like this, an opponent like this, in a venue like this, we'll get you beat every time. All right, uh, let's bring in Patrick's Super Chat. Can Nebraska just get out of their <laughs> lots of letters way and win some games? So much for that bowl game. Now, easy, Patrick. Yeah, we still got a bowl game. I mean, and, they're... hey, keep in mind, they were seven-point underdogs tonight. They lost by seven. I mean, yeah, that's good yeah, I, I think sometimes emotionally you forget that very few people other than people in Nebraska picked Nebraska to win this game. I mean, Nebraska was a dog. They came out, gave it hell, and they had a great opportunity to win this game. They did. They were underdogs last week to Maryland, and they could have won that game. They were underdogs at Illinois, and they won. They were underdogs at Minnesota, and they almost won. They were underdogs at Colorado. They got blown. I mean, so, you know, as painful as it sounds, I mean, Nebraska's been an underdog in a lot of games this year in, in terms of the spread. And tonight yeah. was another one of those nights where they were a touchdown dog in Madison where – the Badgers are extremely be- difficult to beat at home at night. They have North- one of the best night records in the Big Ten. Yeah, Northwestern got them here. It wasn't at night. It was a 2-30 game. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess. They're good. No, they had won like 15 straight night games at yeah. home. Yeah, they're tough at night for sure. And they got Allen back tonight. They didn't have Allen. They had Allen Braylon for three plays against Northwestern. 
his presence tonight was really helpful for Wisconsin. He was just a manageable version. Like he he yeah. was not going to yeah. hit a home run, no. but he's like, I'm just going to body blow. Oh yeah, and pound you. Yeah, like Rob said, Rob pointed out during the game. There was a one key point in the fourth quarter where they're going to take him out. And he waved him off because yep. he he smelled blood in the water. Well, this might be his final game at Camp Randall. I mean, more than yeah, likely, be, yeah. he's a junior. Um, you know, on shelf lives of running backs, they generally declare. I, I would imagine, and Rob, you know this more than I mean, he's probably going to be gone. What do you think? You would think. I mean, especially with the way this season went and how banged up he was, like you don't want any more wear and tear on on those tires, especially at the running back position where you're. Shelf life already isn't very long, so if he's probably the smart decision is to move on if he's got NFL aspirations. All right, let's bring in Brody's super chat. Is this a talent issue? Do you believe Rule can bring in the elite talent back uh, to Nebraska, or are we just throwing effort after foolishness? And yeah, there. I mean, there's look, there's key injuries. There um, are the O line is not where they want it to be long term. The depth's not there quite yet. Um, they have some talent on defense. I think we all agree. Um, oh, they're, yeah. they're a limited offensive unit right now. They're limited. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're limited. It's, you mentioned the injuries. We don't have to go back through those, but they're missing their very best skill players right now. Uh, Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin, Marcus Washington, Isaiah Garcia, Casanova, Xavier Betts leaving. That all is. Can you imagine Xavier game. Betts playing tonight? I mean, how like, much it help? Yeah. I can't. I mean, just. It. It's like you wonder. I mean, what Marcus guy, Washington, Marcus. I mean, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Nebraska's. They don't. Satterfield was dealt a tough hand. They. So yeah, you, you do have to include that in any conversation about this team. I don't know, but this talent is far. Yeah. They're not that far away from Wisconsin. Yeah. And so, like the, can they bring in elite talent? I mean, not until they win. But you know what they can. Right. You know what I do think they can do. I think they can develop. Yeah. I think I think this staff's ability to develop talent is as good as it's been here in a long time. We've seen it with Jalen Lloyd, yeah. and we've seen it with Malachi Look, look at the guys that have gotten significantly better. Cam Lenhart. Since the start of the offseason. Oh, now. Now it's a long list. What's going to happen with another offseason? Okay, know? now here's the deal, though. The, the, the reason these losses, in my opinion, are crushing is because here, tr Nebraska needs to demonstrate progress, not just us talking about oh, yeah. progress. It needs to be progress in a win-loss call. That's what expedites, expedites, expedites progress. Losses, I don't care if they're in overtime or they're three-point losses. They don't, They. that's not progress. Mm -hmm. It's it's a step back in every time it happens. So that's the you're trying to expedite progress. You can if you got two of the last three games, if you won two of the last three, they'd be in a bowl game and you could point to to tangible progress. And then you could start you like that right developing now. a plan for December and be yeah, like, right. yeah, exactly. You know, like, this is going to be exciting. And yeah. All right. But let's before 100. we Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Before we get on the home stretch here, let's bring in our final sponsor, uh, Husker Online postgame live brought to you by Homefield. Uh, we've partnered with Homefield uh, to get you looking like a true fan on game days. Homefield is a premium collegiate apparel brand based in Indianapolis, and they emphasize their commitment to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. And they've got some really cool, unique designs love the basketball stuff they have on there uh, volleyball day in nebraska shirts um, a lot of these things sell and they sell really well on home field because you can't find them in the stores in, in a lot of cases and we've got a great deal for our husker online listeners and viewers here just visit homefieldapparel.com use promo code Huskers 23. That's promo code Huskers 23 to get 15% off. That's homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Huskers 23 to get 15% off on your order from Home Field Apparel. Thank you again for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Post Game Live. All right, guys, let's 
let's take it down the home stretch. We got four more super chats in the queue. Um, Brick, we're all focused on this year. Let's think about the future. Despite the recent circumstances, do you see the program heading in the right direction? And you know, the thing we've talked about, guys, is how much harder this conference is going to get. Yeah. How much you know, Washington's undefeated right now. Oregon's a one-loss team. Yep. USC and UCLA have talent on those rosters. Uh, Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley are coaches that have, you know, played for national championships or coached in the college football playoffs. So yeah. it's not going to get easy. It's not going to get easier for Nebraska uh, moving forward in this new world Big Ten. But they do have a great schedule next year to, to build momentum again next year. Yeah. Are they headed in the right direction? I don't think they're headed in the wrong direction necessarily, but I can't say definitively it's the right direction right now. If you know if they finish five and seven, I don't know if you can say it's real good progress. They made progress, but I don't know. Probably headed in the right direction, but I say that with not the level of confidence I'd like to. Yeah, if if it is, which I think there's a lot of reasons to believe that it is headed in the right direction, but it's it's all foundational at this point to where they are literally like putting the. Uh, the, the cement flooring down on the, on the house. And then next year they're going to start, you know, <laughs> yeah. building the, building yeah. the bones of it. So it's, it's going to be a lot slower probably than a lot of people like, just because <laughs> they've had a lot of work to do in an opportunity where they could have taken a pretty significant step forward. So that's, you go back to why this is so disappointing is this is such a missed opportunity, especially given what lies ahead. Like they could have gotten yeah. a really good jump start uh, to really accelerating this whole process. This is a depressing stat I drew up tonight, guys. On Nebraska and Big Ten trophy games now is five and seventeen. <laughs> five and seventeen. Um, you know, they have the five. Um, I so that, that that's just um, you know, you think about just that record between Iowa, Wisconsin. Um, over the years in these trophy games, actually four and seventeen. I think that they just have the four wins over Iowa, um, and they're zero and nine now against Wisconsin in these games. Uh, they're four and eight against the Hawkeyes. Um, Weston comes in with the super chat. We just need better players on the field. Rule can recruit and develop. Emphasis on developing. The sky is not falling. We will be fine. Yeah. Yes, but again, these are great opportunities, and you know. You're optimistic naturally as a fan or follower of this program, and you see the opportunities that are out there, and you know it's attainable. I think that's the most frustrating thing for a lot of fans right now. Yeah, here's the deal. If you take a step back, the offense is really young. I mean, you're going to get a lot of that offense back next year, and they're they're good players. I mean, think about, think about all the guys you're going to get back at running back. You're going to have Fedoni back. You're going to have Malachi Coleman and Jalen Lloyd and – and Jaden Doss, I mean, just up and down the line, you got you got a ton of players back on offense. So that's that's reason reason to be optimistic alone. You have you have enough guys on defense that you'll probably be okay. So yeah, I, I think there's there's actually there is reason to be optimistic. It's not that hard to find reasons. It's All right, Brody comes in. Somebody do a wellness check on Luke Reimer. He's welcome back anytime. And yeah, Reimer had some moments tonight, guys. He 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 made a few big plays for Nebraska tonight. Yeah, he's playing his guts out. He's the kind of guy I think about, like those veteran players on defense, those veteran players on the offensive line. Those are the guys I think about when Ty I think Robbins. about yeah, getting to a bowl game. I got I have to think the young guys are playing for those older guys, and those old guys are saying, We gotta get, we have to do this. They're playing hard. So that's why I think they'll be fine against Iowa emotionally, physically. They'll be ready to play. All right. Um, Too many veterans on the team not to be. We got one more super chat, then we'll, we'll close with some final thoughts. Okay. Leland comes in. I will die a happy person. We got another one that just jumped in here. Um, Mike just added one here. But I will die a happy person if we never see another wider receiver screen from this team. And I disagree because if you execute the timing and the throw – and play the numbers right. There's opportunities on those plays, yeah, especially when you know you're having issues with protection and you don't want yeah. the quarterback just sitting in there running right. five, seven step drives. It, it gets the ball out of his hands. It makes the defense have to spread out, um, you know, and and then it kind of cr creates other opportunities uh, to to kind of further your passing and, game. And, so yeah, and, all right. And Kemp's pretty good about firing up field too, right? I mean, he's a, he's a he he's he's a good runner with the ball. Yeah. We got two more now in there, so let's. Um, we're up against the clock because we have to be out of the press box. So I want to make sure I get these in, guys. Throw us right out the window. Um, 
Mike, would things be different if we were still in the Big 12? How do we get out of this purgatory? And look, yeah, Nebraska could probably win a few more games in the Big 12 than they are right now, but Nebraska's a big-time program. They want to be in – they want to be – with the best in the SEC and the Big Ten are the best leagues in college football. Nebraska has a big brand, a yeah. great history. Yeah. They want to be at that table. Yeah. They don't want to be down in a lower league with less money where you're at a disadvantage. And, it, you know, if you go eight and four in the Big 12, it doesn't have the same feel. I mean, it's just going to be a different deal moving forward. And Nebraska is positioned well in the Big Ten to, to be a player in college football, but they've got to get it figured out. Yeah, I mean, there's too many resources. There's too much invested in this program. Like, I, I, it's stunning that it's taken this long to to study, like even remotely get back on track. But I mean, the study. Eventually, you would think when you continue to put all of that money, time, effort, passion, and all that into this thing, it's gonna happen. God, you think so? You would think so. <laughs> Patrick, with the final comment. At least the volleyball team is undefeated in soccer is on round three. Go Big Red. And yeah, volleyball team will play at Iowa tomorrow to win the Big Ten championship outright. They've already clinched at least a share. They just need one more win in their final three, and they are the outright Big Ten champs. Congrats to John Cook. And also John Walker, um, whose team um, beat Tennessee Friday, and they will play UC Irvine um, in the third round um, of the NCAA soccer tournament. How about that 5-0 and Nebraska men's basketball team? And, oh, yeah. Wow, Rob. Rob, sorry. I'm I am so sorry, Robin. That day started out pretty well for Nebraska. It did. They whipped Oregon State. I got I had to watch it on the on Peacock because obviously I was out here, didn't get to see it, but uh that was dominant. Thunderpants. Well, guys, um <laughs> you're not we, supposed we to be have... texted in yourself, Rob. Someone <laughs> <laughs> took my nickname. <laughs> we we we've got a um, interesting few hours ahead. We got to figure out our, our way home. Um, well, don't let's not talk. So that. we got that, but I appreciate everybody staying up late with us. Yeah. Um, these are always tough to do on the road at night, but we got, fun, we got it in. We provided a little Husker therapy hour for you. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't get kicked out, Sean. Yeah. We, 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 we didn't have technology. We didn't have like... technology issues either. I mean, we no. just, we traveled with some new equipment and it worked well. So I'm, I'm glad we got that part of the game in, but yeah, I wish we could get a win in Madison. I've never obviously seen, Nebraska win here. The last time they won in the stadium, Barry Alvarez was a player for Nebraska. God, that's the year I was born. What a great year that was. <laughs> so, well, hey, guys, a lot of fun in Madison, and um, it's going to be a quick turnaround here uh, for Black Friday. Yep. Let's scurry out of here like little rats. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for everyone uh, for joining us on Husker Online Post Game Live. Also, got to give a big thank you to our producer, Megan. Um, she is expecting and uh, scheduled to have a baby next week, and she's up working late for us at On3 Behind the Scenes. So thank you, Megan, for all your work uh, this year and tonight, staying up late. Um, and, and thanks to all our great listeners that, that have made this uh, the most engaged Husker postgame show out there. So uh, we enjoy doing it. For Steve Sipple, Robin Washett, I'm Sean Callahan, signing off here at Husker Online Postgame Live.